Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's the post-game edition of Spits and Suds, game one of Seattle in Dallas. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Gavin Spittle of 105.3 The Fan, joined as I always am on these post-game shows by EP Ringside, Chap Shots, D Magazine's NHL guru. It's Sean Shapiro, and uh, Sean, we're deep into the night. We're just getting over this overtime loss. Wanted to get your uh, initial thoughts. It's, uh, as I said, off air before we, we hit record on this. I mean, it felt it felt a lot to me. It felt a lot like game one against Minnesota to me, yep. where um, in that series against the Wild, and people can go back and roll the tape, We after game one, it was one of those situations where we felt that Game one was really a must win for Minnesota. And that's how tonight fell for Seattle for me, where they, Seattle had to win this game. Like for Seattle to have a chance in the series, they had to win this game. And I know in Seattle definitely poses a different challenge. And I don't, and by no means at all, am I saying a series is ever easy or, or anything like that, but. I come out of this game and I see Dallas struggled with a couple things in the first period. Jake Ottinger wasn't super sharp in the first period and you still, and, and, and you adjusted and you came back and you had a chance to win the game in overtime. And I don't know. Maybe it, maybe I'm looking at it. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. And, and obviously there's definitely some things to watch with Seattle coming forward, but I, this doesn't change my feeling that the stars are the favorite to win this series, this game, right? Like I, I look at this game and okay, Seattle won. it's going to be a good series, but I still would feel pretty confident picking Dallas to win this series, which I did before the series started. And that hasn't changed after this game. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, as the game moved along, you could tell that Dallas put it into high gear, specifically in the third period. I was a little disappointed. We did say Seattle gets off to quick starts. Dallas doesn't. And, you know, I mean, granted, Dallas scored first. However, I I just felt like, you know, midway through the first, uh, all, all the way almost through the second, I I just I just felt as though it was kind of stagnant, and the stars were being kept to the outside by Seattle, and I just kept them saying to myself, "Get in front of Grubauer, you know, create some pressure." And they did on the third, and you know, it paid dividends. Uh, let's take a step back and mm-hmm. let's acknowledge the greatness of Joe Pavelski. 
and the storytelling yeah. or storyteller uh, game he had tonight, coming back from a concussion, first game back, and just showing everybody the skill set that Joe Pavelski has. It was so much fun to watch. And as I tweeted at one point, Joe Pavelski two crack and one. I, I just felt as like it, it was just, you know, at one point in the game, it was like, come on, guys, you know, pick up like what Joe's doing. Um, he was just all over the place. And the we've mentioned it so many times on this podcast, but just the talent of the moving the body manipulation with the tips and hitting those corners at that high speed of rate, it just never gets old to watch. Yeah, the two tips are obviously, um, well, the first tip, the second the second goal, first tipped goal was, and, and it's been, the story's been written millions upon millions of times about how Joe Pavelski does that after practice every day. We all know that. That's um, who he is. It's kind of like, that's it's not a surprise. Um, the fourth goal that forced overtime was an absolutely incredible um, play in in transition to base essentially it looked like a almost like a slap single up the middle <laughs> yeah of a of a off 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 kind of a bunt almost in a very weird way like um and Joe Pavelski's game was was amazing right like he comes back first time in 15 days or whatever it is um the four goals and the tips are great, but the thing that I loved most from about the stars tonight is we talked about unlocking other lines and we talked about unlocking depth. And I think it's going to get lost because the stars lost in overtime It's going to get lost because the big headline is obviously Joe Pavel's having four goals, but the, the stars unlocked something with Max Domi tonight. Um, of Pavelski's four goals, three came on entries where Domi sprung something from the neutral zone. Um, on the first one, he uh, he unlocked the play into the neutral zone to Mason Marchment, who found Pavelski. Um, the third goal was him throwing an area pass to Ben from the neutral zone, and then the fourth one was Domi setting up Yanni Hockenpah for the rush down the right side. And to see that essentially unlocked and to get that version of Domi after we kind of saw a little bit of it coming out in game six, like that to me is just kind of like you talk about like what's what's the old saying, right? Like great players elevate their teammates. Yep. And it was one of those things where for as much as the four goals are great, what the stars got out of Domi tonight and by playing with um, Pavelski and everything like that, to me, that's going to be one of the lasting legacies of this game. If, if, if the stars win this series, that's going to be one of the lasting legacies of this game, because now you have honestly, I mean, Ropa Hintz was great tonight. I mean, he didn't score, but Ropa Hintz was good. He was really good. Yeah. Um, Robertson still needs a little bit more, but yeah, I mean, honestly, he had a quiet That's night, the, I thought. He had, he had a quiet night, but then you have you have three lines right now that can yeah. score. I mean, 
Wyatt Johnston almost ended it three times. Uh, yeah, he. Yeah. Yeah, toward the end of the third and in overtime, he was playing really well. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yeah, so like the stars have the lasting like it's one of the one of the things coming into this series and uh about Seattle is everything's like, oh, Seattle hits you in waves and they come with waves. And it's true, they do. Their forecheck is relentless, and we're probably about to talk about that. But the stars are a team, and it's the reason they're a cup contender. They are now they now especially with where what with what when you have Domi actually playing this way, you have you now have three lines that can score. You have a fourth line that is kind of more of the blunt instrument, but still effective. And honestly, they could have they they should have they could have should have won this game tonight. And it's not like I know it's it's easy to take moral not moral victories, but it's it's easy to like after game one to say, oh, it's a long series, but it is a long series. Yeah. And Seattle just played seven games against Colorado. Seattle, every time when you play that style, like when you have as many hits as Seattle does, I mean, how many times have you and I talked about Jamie Ben's body aging? Because it's not just about the hits you receive, it's the hits you give too. You're part of every collision. So I mean, this game is, I, I still think Dallas is in a really good spot to win this series. And there's, and I'm not even, it's, it's just a reality of it. Cause I mean, Gavin, you know me, if they came out and played a certain way where I thought that they would be, that they were about to get blown out of the building. Mm-hmm. Like, You'd say it. I'd say it. So like, yeah. I, I really think Dallas is still in a good spot to win this series. And I look at the things that go forward and, the fact that they were down four two at the end of the first period and reversed course and made it quite a game and almost won it. Like that to me is becomes more, I'm taking more positive out of this than anything. So um, now let's, let's give Seattle it's due because yep. Seattle's four check is going to be a problem. That is, that is a hundred percent true. Um, Seattle, they, in the first period, the second uh no it was the the first crack and sorry the first crack and goal was off a relentless really nice little play off of the forecheck um it, all of their offense comes from essentially creating off the forecheck and for the stars for the stars defensemen um 
other than other than Miro other than Miro Heishkin and who tends to adjust well to everything, um, I think this was a this was a tough adjustment game, and this was the perfect game. This was the game where Seattle could sting Dallas the most because you're going from playing, and I want to be as kind as possible and say this, but I'm not going to be kind. You're going from playing a geriatric Minnesota Wild team to a young spry kickboxing team <laughs> that yeah. comes in that comes in on the forecheck. So, like the the way Esselin Dell get got bullied below his own goal line tonight. Yep. Now that's not excusable, but it's also the pace and the pressure he's facing. He wasn't facing that in Minnesota. So this was a big adjustment game. Um, and I think the rest of the Stars defensemen will have to prove they can adjust for game two. So I I think there's a couple little things that game one of the series is always interesting when you go from playing one opponent for six or seven, six games like Dallas did or seven like Colorado did. Um, it's always going to be an interesting adjustment, but I think Dallas will, there's a lot of intel points from the Stars to take not so much from the coaches, the coaches will have done their pre-scout, but there's some things from a player perspective that for lack of a better word, maybe you don't respect about your opponent until you kind of take a little bit of the hit like you did tonight. Yeah. I, I think you mentioned his name and, you know, we have to talk about some of the stars that didn't play as well. I did think Essa Lindell had a tough night. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, it was, it was tough. 